0: Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. It's Heart to Heart, Wednesday edition with me, Bunalong Nkosi. Good to have you with us. is at the controls doing a, a fantastic job, as always. Uh, so you may not be aware of this, but uh, it's National Nutrition and Obesity Week. Yes, people. Um, yeah, so it's, it's an opportunity for us once again to focus on our nutrition um, and we know that obesity is a really really serious issue not just in other parts of the world but ironically in South Africa it has become more and more serious over the past couple of years um, it's not just grown-ups children struggle with it as well uh, which then forces us to give attention to that and of course with COVID it's forced us to give even more attention because then having underlying conditions has put more and more people at risk um, in fact some people have stopped coming to work because of it. So it does get uh, quite serious. So I'm really pleased to have a nutritionist, Colette Roberts, on the line to chat to us about this and why it's so important that we take extra care. How are you doing, Colette?
1: Hey, Bonolo. Hi there. I'm very well. Thank you. And thank you for having me on your show. And hello to all your listeners.
0: Ah, Thank you so much for giving us your time. We appreciate it. We know you're a busy woman out and about, making sure people live healthy lives. (laughs) So we really do appreciate your time.
1: It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure to serve you. All
0: right. So let's start here, right? Uh, we know that it's National Nutrition and Obesity Week, but perhaps we should start with what obesity is and, and what it
1: is that makes it so dangerous. Those oh, that's such good questions. When I saw uh, those questions, I was like, wow, that is a really, really good question. First of all, this question has two past weeks. What is obesity and what makes it so dangerous? Let's talk first about what is obesity. So obesity is a disorder that involves excessive body fat that increases the risk of health problems. It occurs when a person has a body mass index of 30 or greater. Now, that obviously brings us to the question, what exactly is body mass index, okay? So body mass index is really a crude measurement of obesity. It's, it's crude, why? Because it can be inaccurate as well sometimes because, BMI, if you have somebody who's a bodybuilder, for example, and they weigh 120 kilos, so it's all muscle, but now their BMI will be saying that they're obese. But we're not talking about people who train regularly. We're talking about people who are just ordinary people who are not in the gym two to three hours a day. We're talking about most people who do not exercise. And for those people, this BMI works really, really well. And so the BMI of... 30 and over is obese. A BMI of 25 to 30 is overweight. So how do we calculate your BMI? How do we calculate? And that is such an important thing to know what your your body mass index is. BMI means body mass index. So you take your weight in kilograms and you divide it by the square of your height. So in other words, if your weight is 100 kilos, and your height is 1.7 meters. Then we'll take your height, multiply it by itself. So in other words, 1.7 times 1.7 gives us 2.89. Mm-hmm. And your weight is 100 kilos. So we divide your weight by 2.89. And that gives us 34.6. That means your BMI is now over 30 and therefore, you are considered obese. If you did the same, use the same equation and your BMI was between 25 and 30, that would mean you are overweight. Now, overweight is also a problem, hmm. Benola, because did you know that in South Africa, 70% of women are con- obese and overweight? 70%. That's a high number. It's a lot. It's really a lot. I mean, Thirty-nine percent of men are obese and overweight. So we've got a serious, serious obesity and overweight problem in this country. Sure. Yes, and, and our children and the, the, the obesity rates in children have also increased a lot. And in fact, it's it's uh, double the international standard. Uh, the, ch- the childhood obesity in South Africa. So we one of the most obese countries in
0: the world. Sure, and and what makes it so dangerous, Colette?
1: Obesity, right, you know what? It puts pressure on all the body systems. Mm-hmm. So think about this. If I were to pick up a 10-kilogram sack of potatoes or bag of onions and put it on my shoulders and carry or, or, or a cement and put it on my shoulders and carry that around with me all day, that is what we're doing, except we've now got 10, 20, 30 kilos extra that we're carrying around. So what that does is puts pressure on all the body systems. So it puts pressure on the heart the heart has to pump more because the heart is essentially a pump it's let's think of it as a tap so if you because a tap is a pump it also pumps water the heart pumps blood so Mm -hmm. let's think of the heart as as a pump if you've got a huge big garden the size of a rugby field okay and you've got one tap one pump pumping for this huge garden that poor tap is going to break itself, it's going to burst, it's, it's not going to survive from, for a year pumping a big, big rugby field with one pump and hmm. only one sprinkler system. You know, if you've got, so it puts pressure on all those little, if you think of a sprinkler system, it puts down all those little pipes going everywhere. There's huge amounts of pressure put onto that one pump. So if you reduce the size of the garden, Let's say the garden size is maybe half the size of a rugby field. Mm-hmm. So that's why, that's the pressure that weight puts on all the body systems. It puts pressure on the heart to pump more blood because you've got to understand now we've got more, because we've got all this fat, this excess storage, which fat is really the storage. Uh, so it's, it's pumping more blood to keep the fat storage alive and well. And, it's, you know, and so now the breathing is a heaviness on the chest of, you know, overweight can also cause difficulty breathing mm. it, and sleep apnea. As one of it. it can put pressure on the joints. It's also one of the reasons a lot of people ha- can get cancer. And this also brings Breast Cancer Awareness Month, um, yeah. it can also be one reason why it can. It can also cause certain forms of cancer. It can also cause diabetes, fatty liver syndrome, and mm. which can lead to stroke. So it really, you can beat yourself to death. You can literally think your grave with your knife and fork. Hmm. It can also Yeah, and again let's also talk about depression, body pains, I mean the anxiety, osteoarthritis, all these things can be as a result of being overweight and obese. And it's all preventable. Sure. Our family is just getting bigger and bigger. Welcome to 657 AM.
0: If you've just joined us, we're in conversation um, with nutritionist Colette Roberts. We are talking uh, nutrition and obesity uh, this week in light of National Nutrition and Obesity Week. And you know what, feel free to participate by all means. You can SMS us on uh, 37871 at the cost of 150 per SMS. WhatsApp or telegram us on 082-657-2729 or alternatively give us a Ring on zero one two double three four one three double two. 334 I saw an SMS here from a monthly in saying, Hi, Bonola, I'm listening to you. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, really, really uh, appreciate it. Uh, so, yeah, don't be shy if you need to participate. Okay, so, Khaled, there's been much talk about nutrition as a defence mechanism to reduce the chances of uh, contracting COVID and other diseases. How important is a change in our dietary intake towards fighting the virus?
1: It is absolutely important. Why? Because we know that people with COVID are more likely, when they if to have serious, when they're obese, they're more likely to have a really a serious illness of COVID. You know that they have more serious symptoms than somebody who's not obese. They also take much longer to recover because of, of being obese. Because they have uh, difficulty to to help people who are b- obese, to, to intubate them is difficult. To take all the scanning is difficult. It just can't, the nursing is difficult. Everything is 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 more complicated when you're obese mm. and you have COVID. It's also, as I said again, it's putting all that pressure on all the systems in the body. And you know what? There's a there's a nice little test that listeners can do at home. It's called the string test, and and because. Obesity, especially abdominal obesity, mm-hmm. especially the, the fat around the internal organs that are, are the most important internal organs, like your heart and your liver, it's, it's all in the abdominal area. So, if you do a little string test at home, and and also I want to mention the the waist ratio, that's the the waist measurement that's important for listeners to know. So sometimes you don't have a scale and you don't know how much you weigh. You can take a piece of string mm-hmm. and you can take the piece of string at the bottom under your foot and then at the top of your head. All right. Make sure you're standing up straight. You do a string session. And then you take that same piece of string, you, you fold it over in half, and you try and put it around your waist. Okay. If that piece of string does not, two pieces of string don't touch, then you've definitely got abdominal fat, which is the visceral fat. And hmm. visceral fat is the dangerous fat. This is the really because you can have fat in other parts of the body. Now, fat in any part of the body is un, is, is, is unacceptable and is bad. Right? If some people you've got them on the arms, you've got them on the legs, but it's the visceral fat. It's the fat on the abdominal area that is the most dangerous fat hmm. because it's closer to the heart. It's putting more pressure on the heart. It's it's the one that will cause most like a heart attack, heart disease, all right? So if you can't put, if you can't close that piece of string, that means you've got a lot of visceral fat. And but if you don't have a piece of string, you just got a tape measure, then the normal measurement for for, for a, a woman, you mm-hmm. shouldn't have your waist should not be more than 89 centimeters for men not more than 100 centimeters so so in other words you should really be having it less than 89 and less than 100 let's say 90 to 100 centimeters your waist should really be much smaller at 90 centimeters or less or 100 centimeters or less so, 80, so just 80 89 for women and and 100 for men and 100 so for men should be, okay. yeah or, or less then you're healthy but it starts when it gets over that it's really well if you're healthy yeah let's say because it's still quite big actually mm-hmm. but you just you just in a the minute it's over 100 centimeters over 90 centimeters then it is it is really too much so just to give listeners some idea you can take a piece of string top of the head bottom of your foot um, fold it over, and then see if it can go around your waist. That's the string test, just to sort of see how fat you really are and whether you've got visceral fat, because it really is that visceral fat that is extremely, extremely dangerous. Now, of course, I'm going to give my telephone number at the end of the show. Mm -hmm. And anyone needing any help, I do free online wellness assessments are welcome to contact me. I'm happy to have a chat with you for 20 minutes about your health and your nutrition, and it's absolutely for free.
0: All righty. No, for sure. Hydration is often stressed, right? And mm. and and a lot of people don't understand why they they need to drink water at all. Some people mm. hardly drink any. Why is it so important? Well,
1: you see, our bodies are seventy percent fluid. Mm. Okay, and oftentimes we confuse hunger with thirst. We think we are hungry, but actually we're thirsty because we have similar. Similar feelings when we thirsty or hungry. For example, you can feel weak, you can feel irritable, you can have headaches, you can have a rumbling stomach. But actually, you are thirsty. But you you eat something instead. So yeah. it's very important. It can help hydration can help uh, or drinking water can help promote weight loss. So if you drink a huge glass of water instead of going to eat, it's... and and you feel better after drinking the water than you know, okay, I was thirsty and I wasn't hungry. Yeah, You see, so it can really help promote weight loss if you first drink a glass of water or two and say, okay, you know what, wait 10 minutes, am I thirsty or or am I hungry? Because often we confuse thirst and hunger. And remember that, as I said, our bodies are 70% fluid and it can help relieve head, uh, help with headaches when we drink enough water, yes sometimes you know we dehydrate it and we don't even know it, and it can cause headaches and drinking enough water can help with headaches, it can also help fatigue, it can also help relieve constipation, and this is a big one because you know we need enough water to keep our stool soft so that it can pass easily. It also improves the digestion drinking enough water improves digestion. It also helps prevent kidney stones, and it can also boost your body's immune system. And it can help your complexion. You can help your skin can also uh, look uh, more, it can look better because it's it's hydrated better. And I would recommend that you try look at your body weight. If you for every thirty kilograms that you weigh, you need to be drinking at least one liter of water or fluids a day. Now that can be in the form of tea and coffee as well. But it needs to be at least, for every 30 kilogram that you weigh, at least one liter of water. So, for example, if you weigh 60 kilograms, then you're mm-hmm. going to be drinking at least two liters of water a day. If you are weighing 120 kilos, then you're going to be drinking at least four liters of water a day. So a lot of people will say, oh, but I drink two liters of water a day. That's okay. It's, it, it, it's, a, it's great. It's a great starting block. But if you weigh
0: 120 kilos mm. and you're only drinking two litres, then you are actually dehydrated. Wow! Sure, that's I. I don't think I've heard this one before. So for every 30 kilograms that I weigh, I should be drinking a litre of water. Was are you listening? <laughs> okay, all right. I'm sure that was a, a an eye opener for a lot of people. And you know, I actually had a, a family member recently. Um, I actually had a family member recently who. Um, who was hospitalized uh, due to hi- dehydration. So it mm. can be a really, really serious thing if one is not paying attention.
1: Mm, mm. Very, very easily we can just forget, you know. Yeah. I didn't drink anything. And, and again, you know, kidney stones and headaches and constipation, all of this can just be prevented if we just drank enough water. And we, You know, it all just speaks to the fact that we need to think about our bodies in order in, in, actually think about our bodies, <laughs> because a lot of us don't even think about our bodies. We don't think that this is a beautiful and wonderfully created machine that needs care, that needs nourishing. And so, I really want to encourage listeners to, to come into what I call your food and body space. Actually think about what are you nourishing, this beautiful temple that is the temple of the Holy Spirit that God has given us. And I want to encourage people to really think about this, because we don't think about this. We think about everything else, and, and, you know, I've got to do this, but we don't really think about our bodies as a beautiful and wonderfully created temple where we live and where the the Holy Spirit also lives. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and this is what this this speaks to. It speaks to all of that, for all of us to take care of our bodies because you know what? You've only got one body and one place to live. You cannot go out and buy another leg at ShopRite Checker. Sure. You You can't go and buy another lung or kidney or a heart. I mean, these things, God has given it to us. He's blessed us with this. And you know, the number one thing is our bodies are forgiving of us in the same way that our God is forgiving. Mm-hmm. Our bodies are forgiving because it's created in the image of God. So I have seen this uh, many, many times over. The minute we start caring and nourishing for our bodies, it responds positively. I, you can see results within a week. Within four weeks, you can have four kilograms down. Did you can know that you only need to lose five to 7% of your body weight for you to start looking and feeling better. Wow. So if you weighed 100 kilos, scientific practice, if you weighed 100 kilos and you lost 5 kilos, made 5 to 7 kilos, it's going to make a huge improvement in your health, in the, your heart disease, in your, your diabetes, in your blood pressure, it's, it's going to make a huge difference already. We're not just talking, you see, because a lot of the times we think about weight in terms of the aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Oh, I need to get into shape for summer, I want to look great in my bikini. but it's so, so much more than that. It's about caring for our bodies, which is the temple of the Holy Spirit, and also our health. God wants us to be healthy. I feel like it's an abuse of our bodies if we do not take care of it. It's an abuse of of something beautiful that God has created if we don't nourish and care for it. And this is something I'm very, very passionate about. Mm. I'm very, very passionate, especially as one ages. You've got to be a lot more careful about, you know what, And aging is something that even in your, it starts like in your 20s. I mean, it doesn't matter what happens next year, you're going to have a birthday. One thing we know for sure that this, that this the time is moving on, you know. Mm-hmm. This is happening to all of us. We need to care about it. I am so excited because I know that I'm 51 years old. My metabolic age is 34. I live, everything I do is that of a 34-year-old. I mean, wow. it's, it's wonderful. And I, and, I, and I really would love to give, to help other people with the same gift. I want mm-hmm. to, to help others because you know what? Nothing tastes as good as healthy feels.
0: Oh, man, I love the way you say that. Uh, It's 90 minutes after the hour, one o'clock. We're in conversation with uh, nutritionist Colette Roberts, uh, talking nutrition and obesity today in light of National Nutrition Week. You know, um, for a lot of uh, people, uh, Colette, COVID-19 has brought with it, right, some unprecedented financial hardships. So for people who are listening who are saying, Colette, I hear you and you sound awesome and all of that, but... I I can't eat the same way I used to, uh, purely because my finances have, have changed drastically. What types of food would you suggest for people to include in their diet at a more affordable price?
1: Yes, absolutely. This is a very good question. And thank you so much for asking this question, Bonolo. The number one thing listeners need to know is you've got to plan your meals. Mm-hmm. Without meal planning, you're eating randomly, and it becomes more expensive because you don't have a plan, which means you don't have a budget. Right. Okay, you can't. You're not going to shop accordingly. This is what I do. I live by this principle. I have I've always got a meal plan. I always know exactly what I'm going to eat for the next two weeks. I know it sounds a bit boring, but it's not really. Actually, Good. it's actually. Yeah, I know. I know. Exactly. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I, I've always got a plan, a meal plan. I can absolutely believe in it because it helps my budget. It helps me control how much I spend. Mm. And I'm not going to go out there and and just walking down the aisles and randomly putting things in my trolley and moving off. That is not how it works. If you've got a plan, and I have to stress this, you make out a plan. Okay, so I know for, for me and my family, we eat, uh, vegan and vegetarian, three to four days a week. And again, that is also a great budgeting tip. If you can, and, and I know it's hard for a lot of us South Africans to eat. Even a vegetarian three to four days a week. But if you can, it's a great touching step. You know, you can make amazing meals with dolls and lentils and you can have Mexican beef. I've got some fabulous recipe ideas which mm. I want to share with your listeners. Yes, please. So for example, yeah, that's it there's so many wonderful things you can do. So, okay, we know that, you know, lean meat, um by lean of course is healthier, chicken is great. Also, I, just last week, we had a fabulous pulchard curry. So pulchard, uh, uh tin pulchard, wonderful. I mixed it up with some dough, and I made a pulchard, uh curry. It's fabulous with some brown rice, with some brown pasta. It's healthy, delicious. Pulchards are high in omega-3, plus they're high in calcium. Those little bones, you, mash, you can't even taste it You can't even uh, know that you're eating fish bones. But those fish bones are very high in calcium. Yeah. And they're very healthy. So and that's a lovely budget meal. I that's what I do. I just it's just normal for me of what I do, you know? Mm -hmm. And so another thing that I I love to do is um, you know, we cook once and eat two to three times. So so it's yeah, that's cook once, eat two to three times. So we will make a beef stew for example, a nice lean beef stew, I'll put some carrots in there, maybe some butternut squash, um uh, maybe some peas and Got, got a lovely beef stew. We well, then will eat it for two to three days. So nice. we're not cooking every single day. So we know exactly. Okay, I've, I've made a. Sometimes I freeze it if it's uh, you know if I'm cooking really in advance. i will you know we cook two to three days in advance. But sometimes if I'm doing like four to five days, I'll freeze something and then I'll use it the next week. Um, uh, samp is wonderful. This mm-hmm. is lovely. Good samp is healthy. Stuff is healthy. It's not unhealthy. It's the quantity that we're eating of it that's the issue. I have a okay? question.
0: I have a question about that. Something is mm. it only yeah. healthy if I put in the brown beans, or can I get away with just the white?
1: You know, it's by, by the white, it's, it's fine. It's on its own. It's healthy as well because remember, stamp also has quite a bit of fiber in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yes, I, I would, I would say if you. Definitely, stands on its own is also fine. I don't have a problem. As long as you keep the portion sizes right, if you keep it to about the fifth size, okay? Fifth size, okay, fair about
0: enough. About the
1: size of your fist. Mm-hmm. If you keep it about the size of your fist and you, you have a, a, a lovely beef, let's say, uh, or oh, oh, mince, I love mince stew, mince curry, lovely, spicy, we don't, the food has got to be delicious, I'm like, I don't like food that doesn't taste good, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Nobody wants to eat that, if you put in a, a little bit of stock cube, you're going to put all your seasonings, garlic, ginger, garam masala, whatever spices, all the seasonings you like, mm. they, they don't have any calorie value, okay, and they're not. they're not fattening. I don't know why people think the food has got to be bland in order for it to be healthy. That is not true. Mm -hmm. Simply not true. So you can add all your spices, your herbs, your garlic, your masala, anything. That's all good. About one cup of stew on your plate and then make half the plate vegetables. Now, vegetables do not have to be expensive. You know what? Takeaways are so much more expensive. If you look at the price of takeaways, it's so much more expensive. So we can we can do some wonderful spinach. I love spinach. Green beans, butternut, jam squashes, beetroot. These are all foods that are not expensive mm-hmm. to have. Have half your plate vegetables, a quarter of your plate healthy lean meat or lentils or dahls, and then a quarter of your plate carbs, healthy carbs. Nutritious carbs. So so one of the the favorite things I like to do is bake sweet potatoes. So we should take our sweet potato, is so so healthy and so Mm -hmm. not expensive. Mm -hmm. We take our sweet potatoes, we put them in the oven, and we make a a a, a black bean stew, a Mexican inspired black bean stew. Okay, and then I chop up avocado, and I put a little uh, half an avocado on this. this, First the potato, then the, the bean stew, spicy stew with some canned tomatoes in it. And some chili and garlic and herbs, and slice up half of it. I will put that on top there, and then I put a little tomatoes, a chunk of some tomatoes, and fresh tomato with a little bit of fresh uh, uh, parsley or basil. That's not expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, right. So we're talking, you know, budgeting budgeting meals again. A lovely idea is a tray of chicken. You know, you buy chicken pieces, you just roast a whole lot of chicken pieces, you make it delicious. You can put a uh, lemon, garlic. And you know what's also really nice is slices of citrus. So you put slices of, of lemon or, or, or slices of uh, orange onto your onto your, your your um again, very healthy and nutritious. And bake it with some garlic and you bake a whole lot of chicken. And see, just go cook, twi- cook once, eat two to three times. So I would really recommend that listeners think. I've also got a fabulous chicken hearts recipe. Uh, chicken hearts with some yellow peppers and green peppers and a little bit of santis, uh or, or, or pop is absolutely fabulous. Mm-hmm. And and some veggies, as I said, all kinds of veggies, green beans, butternut, scotches, And I mean, there's uh, cauliflower, broccoli. These things are not expensive. Healthy eating is actually not expensive. Hmm. And you can get amazing recipes everywhere.
0: I hear you. No, you know what? You you've definitely given us a lot to think about, and and I'm 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 just thinking. I was thinking as you're saying vegan, vegetarian three times a week. I had a picture of my husband <laughs> looking at the at the dinner and thinking, wait a minute, something is missing here. What is wrong with this picture? <laughs> and I feel like I'm not the only woman who's having this image. <laughs> Yeah, okay. because meat is that big a deal. But it's fine. After this, we're talking arthritis, right? And I'm sure all the men will be listening. And then we will all agree that vegan, vegetarian three times a week is not the worst idea in the world. Um, uh, Colette, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, um, do you mind sharing your contact details?
1: Yes, certainly, absolutely, Bonolo. So people can contact me on my cell phone, uh, which is zero seven six 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 eight one six two zero zero seven six. 76 six six eight one six two zero and i am offering free online wellness assessments to anyone who wants to contact me i'm happy to help you um, i was going to just say you know what the most important thing about you know You've got recipes at home that you love and that you like and that your family loves. You should really stick with them. You should. But the, the important thing is, is portion size control. You can have almost anything if you watch the fat content, if you take the portion size control, and you don't do the deep fried fat thing. You know, the fat cooks yeah. those are for special occasions. You know, mm. and lots of lots of uh, deep fried chips and you know, calone and 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 you know. Those are for special occasions, and you're, when you're making a dessert, always try to include some fresh fruit in your dessert. Yeah, because that's what I do, so that you know it's not as high calorie. So we've all got amazing recipes that are in our homes that our families like and that we all love. Just make sure that you get your portion size control right. And so, I, as, as I said, Bonola, I'm happy to speak to to to, to anyone who wants to contact me on seven76.
0: 668 76 668 mm-hmm. All righty. Thank you so much. Uh, it's my pleasure. Uh, yeah, no, we really, really do appreciate it. Um, yeah, no, until we chat again, next month, roundabout this time, have an awesome, awesome uh, <laughs> rest of the week. And thank you so much for giving us so much to think about. I'm going to try making these changes. I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> yes,
1: I would love to know.
0: Yeah. All righty. Thank, Thank you so you much. Love. May the good Lord okay. bless you and keep you, Colette.
1: Everyone, God bless. Take care. Goodbye.
0: Bye-bye. There was a nutritionist, Colette Roberts, that chatted to us uh, about the importance of nutrition. Did you hear those really handy tips? I know, right? She's got so many. You know what? We'll be posting this on SoundCloud, which is where all our podcasts go in case you want to re-listen to it and take some notes, particularly just in terms of creativity and having Meat-free dishes. Yeah, yeah, it's tricky, but it's doable. It's more than
1: radio. It's a way of life. It is 657 a.m.